listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chat. I am in my office on a microphone. Wow, these these catchphrases need a lot of work. Uh, I like to set the scene for the listener, give them a real idea of the temporal space of where I am. Okay, well, let's get into it. What kind of wood is your desk? Uh, it is Ikea wood. <clears throat> so paper. All right. Mashed paper. Okay, guys, oh, I think sweet. we should probably... What, what kind of... What are you wearing? I mean, break it down for me. Am, am I, is there a dress code? Am I supposed to be wearing anything? No, but make it sexy when you tell me about it. I just did. Oh, uh, Ben's naked, guys. It, it really puts a new twist on all these podcasts. But come on, you know me. I'm in a, a button-down shirt. Of course, even at home. Gotta look. Gotta keep it sharp. <laughs> he does wear a lot of button-down shirts, guys. All right. This is really neither here nor there. We just don't want to bring up the fact that we watched League of Extraordinary Gentlemen last week, and it was not the best experience a group of people could have. Yeah, I was upset that I, I didn't properly wrangle a guest, but then after watching it, I was like, you know what? I think I saved a friendship. Yeah, it's probably best that it didn't end horribly. <laughs> I mean, Mike and I haven't talked since we did Virus. We have well, oh, wow. We have not spoken, yeah. Which, I've seen some of Mike's old uh, movie review things. I don't think he should be able to really point any fingers. A little behind-the-scenes note, um, sitting, sitting down on the couch with Mike and watching Virus, about 45 minutes in, there was a lack of joy in that room. <laughs> like, it wasn't the fun, lighthearted ribbing of a bad movie. There was genuinely a dip in, in fun. Wow, that's surprising. I would think that would be Mike's wheelhouse, is just well, movies yeah. that are not great. If you recall, that third act, uh, and listen, I'll remind you, Donald Sutherland reappears, assembled out of three of the previously deceased characters, and also, like, kind of has circuit boards glued to his head? That part, it really picked back up. Oh, yeah. I don't... I'm not going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember 90% of that film. Folks, we have a hundred and some of these movies to do. Are you really going to forget them all? Yeah, well, some of them. It's a form of therapy. (laughs) Regression, uh... I'll be honest, there are, there are definitely movies you could be like, do you remember watching this movie? And I would be like, no, I yeah. do not. Like, I remember six minutes of Catwoman, at best. <laughs> was the part where she was licking herself and eating tuna out of a can on her bed? No, that part I 100% <laughs> blocked out of my mind. That gave me nightmares. That I found, like, the least erotic thing a woman can do, at least by my standard, is eat tuna out of a can in her bed. And did not do it for me. If you think that I'm making just a, an errant joke, that is an actual depiction of something that occurs in that movie. Oh, yeah. It's real bad, guys. Uh, that um, film's a real tragedy. But speaking so of that film, it has a weird connection to the next movie up on our on our film list. That can't be true. It can be, and I'll tell you about it right after you tell wait, our audience. Wait, 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 wait. There's no Catwoman 2, right? Yeah, we're watching Catwoman 2, the cat oh, mean. God! <laughs> no! Why? The Catwoman 2, um, Meow It's Personal? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm both angry and overjoyed. (laughs) Catwoman 2, let me rub catnip all over me? Uh, That seems also disturbing. I know what our second movie is, but I don't know what this connection is. Can you clarify? Yes, this movie has in it Catwoman's bow... In the Catwoman film, uh, Benjamin Bratt? Yes, oh. that's his name. Benjamin Bratt appears in this next movie. Oh, yeah. Not as in a big role, but he is in it. And it, 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 I will not lie to you, I saw this movie just 
two days ago. Uh, and uh, when he popped up, I was like, oh, he's still hanging out in New York. <laughs> Good for him. I guess yeah. he broke up. The first thing I thought was, I was like, oh, I bet you he was so excited to not be in a, like, a Catwoman movie that like when Marvel called, he was like, yes, whatever, anything. Please. <laughs> Just please don't make me associated with Catwoman ever again. <laughs> I love it. Now, oh. if any of you have seen this movie... You probably know what we're talking about, and you would have had to have seen it very recently because we are talking about the most recent Marvel film, Doctor Strange. Yeah, that is the most current one. We uh, we feel it's probably our uh, our our pertinent duty to do movies that are current, the ones that you're more likely to have actually fucking seen. Yeah, we wanted to do a current film, and the film we wanted to do, which I'll tell you, was Suicide Squad, which is not available to be watched online yet. Yeah, I think maybe so, you can scoop it on iTunes or something, but I, I, we don't want to pick something that people have to hunt for. So we're going to go with uh, Doctor Strange this week. or And yeah. which, judging by the weekend box office of 85-plus million in the United States, there's a good chance some of you have already seen it. Not it's, to mention incredibly strong reviews. Uh, we're talking 72, Metascore, uh, 8 on IMDb, pretty strong. Yeah, it's. I will say I did see it. It's a good movie. The special effects are actually uh, probably some of the best you'll see in a movie. They take that one cool scene in Inception where the city like turns, <laughs> and they're just like, "What if we stretch that out for thirty minutes?" And you're like, "Yes, please do," because I was disappointed when I saw Inception, and that only happened the one time. Now, now I gotta ask, um, do they do they utilize? I remember seeing that in the trailer, and I'm like, are they gonna utilize that? Like, is there gonna be like a chase scene through? Like, yes, it is. I, without spoiling too right. much of the movie, there is a there's multiple planes of existence they tell you about, and one of these planes allows them to basically change the world around them without anyone knowing they're doing it. Like, it's very weird. It's it's kind of like an interesting take. Because, you know, usually in these films, it's like superheroes just destroying city blocks. And you're just like, wow, why would anybody want superheroes? <laughs> right. But in this, it's sort of like they can do whatever they want because it's not actually happening in the real world. So it's the movie is, I will say, it's got some good comedy beats in it. Cumberbach is very good. Excuse um, me? Cumberbatch? Okay, I think said Cumberbach. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Isn't that his name? Isn't it Benedict Cumberbach? It's Cumberbatch. Like you sure? Yeah. I, think he, I think it's Cumberbach. I don't think you pronounce the T. Well, all right. I, Who knows, though? Yeah. Hey, that motherfucker can't say penguins. I don't need to be able to say his last name right. <laughs> penguin. Um, uh, Dark... Look it up online, guys. It's a funny clip. He literally cannot say the word penguins. Uh, a lot of the uh, art directors and the people who define some of the, 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 the special effects in these films are the same across a lot of Marvel movies. So the same person worked on uh, Inception, actually. No surprise. Yeah. Uh, X-Men First Class, uh, some of the Sherlock Holmes movies, Thor movies, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So uh, pretty cool. I, I like how Marvel seems to keep a lot of their effects studios um jumping from film to film. I wonder if that's on purpose. I don't know. In fact, there's a lot we wanted to talk about, because Pogues and I were discussing this before the movie, that Marvel's formula for creating movies is very different than what DC's is. And obviously, I think it would go without saying that one of them is working. Yes. DC. Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're here to talk about how great Suicide Squad was. And how Batman vs. Superman may be the Citizen Kane of comic book movies. <laughs> But what seems to happen with a lot of the DC movies is, A, the, I, I can't speak to Marvel, but it, it definitely seems like in DC world, 
studios are aggressive about ensuring that everything is as they expect it to be. They, they seem to really be helicopter studioing. <laughs> well, <laughs> DC is notoriously owned by just the one company. All DC films are Warner Brothers movies. And so they all are made by, like, Warner Brothers has always sort of been involved in the filmmaking process for all of the DC movies. So yeah, it right. does feel like they have a different control and i i i mean it's clear they're just trying to catch up at this point yeah to an extent and this is avengers 2 withstanding because that was a movie that sure felt like a committee got a hold of it um in general especially some of these one these beginning origin stories for certain characters it feels like they got the fx network kind of style fx network is notorious for hiring uh people to do shows uh not paying them as well as other studios but providing them full creative control to create shows and doing pretty well. Uh, Always Sunny notoriously was basically given like a blank check to go nuts with their show. And that would have been a very different show had a studio had say over what. Oh yeah. The first studio note probably would have been like, no, that would (laughs) have been the the only studio note. Just no. But like, so so Dr. Strange was directed by Scott Derrickson, who's done very little that you would basically every director of the last like eight or so uh, uh, origin story Marvel movie, so Avengers Withstanding, um, have done maybe about like five movies before this movie. You know what I mean? Like five yeah. studio movies. Yeah, it's great. We were looking at this guy's credit because I thought the only movie he had directed was Sinister, which is like a horror film about a serial killer. It was pretty low budget, but then I found out he was the director for The Day the Earth Stood Still, which is not a mark in his favor because that movie's terrible. But then he's just done a couple of other like sort of low budget horror films. And so it's sort of surprising when you look at it to be like, I can't believe Marvel would be like, here's a hundred million dollars. Good luck. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually not how a studio works. When a, when a film is going to cost as much as these Marvel movies do cost, they do not just be like, yeah, hey, you know, what have you directed? Oh, you used to direct episodes of Community? Good luck with Captain America. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is sort of the Russo brothers who directed the last two Captain America movies used to be sitcom TV directors. That's where they got their start, was on television, which is a weird jump. Usually you don't jump that direction. It's hard to do. And for instance, uh, like what started the MCU agreeably is Iron Man. And Iron Man was, as you pointed out before the recording, was directed by John Favreau, who directed Swingers or, yeah. or was the producer on Swingers and like I Green Street, directed it. Green Street Hooligans, and that was it. And then they gave him Iron Man. Well, he had and done then, he had done the sequel to Jumanji called like Zarathustra or something, or where it's like kids play as a board oh, yeah. game based in space. Not a particularly good film or, like, you know, like, super well-directed to you to be like, yeah, all right. And, I mean, a guy who is basically known for being, like, a comedic actor and writer. Right. It's crazy they would be like, here, direct Iron Man for us. An action film. And oddly, in that same vein, the director of Captain America, the first Avenger, also directed Jumanji, October Sky, and about nothing else besides, oh, he, the, excuse me, The Rocketeer. Yeah, which I think they were just like, who's a guy who loves World War II? Spielberg? Too expensive. How about the guy who did Rocketeer? Further evidence, uh, director of Ant-Man, Peyton Reed, did uh, 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 Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Not a particularly good film. The, the breakup and, believe it or not, bring it on. Which I am just shocked that anyone who started their career doing Bring It On, the cheerleader movie, ended up directing 
any blockbuster film. It's just, that seems like it would be sort of a diet, an end to a career for blockbusters. Well, that's the thing, is I think he's a comedic actor, and I think he definitely applied that to to the conceit of that movie, because... Um, uh, he directed before Bring It On. He was a uh, a writer and 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 other roles on The Weird Al Show, Mr. Show, and Upright Citizens Brigade. So clearly a comedian. I did not know Weird Al had his own show. Oh God, are you kidding me? The Weird Al Show was fantastic. Um, it was a television show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived in like an underground lair. Had a great theme song. Come on. Wow. No, I have no idea this was a thing. That is bizarre. Because I like Weird Al. Anyways, <laughs> I I did notice while me and Ben were talking, I was looking, and it does seem like Marvel does have like a, a staple of, like you said, effects companies, and they do seem to employ uh, cinematographers for like three or four films at a time. So like the guy who did Captain America did all of the Captain Americas plus the new Avengers movie they're filming right now. The guy who did Doctor Strange had done... Age of Ultron, and I forget the other movie. So it seems like maybe that's their plan, is to get a cinematographer in to make sure that all the films have the same look, but let the director do sort of what they want. But I will say this movie, considering reading what that guy has directed, it's surprising he directed this film, because it is, the stuff they do in it is so bizarre, like the the layout of it must have been mind-boggling to try to figure out how to block shots in like a world in which nothing is where it should be, and I gotta give him credit. Marvel knows what they're doing. Versus, as, as Ben pointed out, sort of the Zack Snyder. Right. DC is is take someone who's done a million films already and try again. Uh, and Zach let them Snyder. sort of go in and do the kind of shitty. Like, I mean, he, you know, the Zack Snyder film looks like a Zack Snyder film, and they let him carry that over, which is sort of Warner Brothers' mo. I mean, they've always been known kind of as the studio that will let directors kind of do what they want. I mean, they were the ones behind Inception and Mad Max Fury Road. But for every one of those movies, they've got, like, some real stink fest that come along with them where they're like, yeah, do whatever you want. And the movie comes out, and they're like, we've really got to stop telling directors that. <laughs> so yeah. it's sort of up in the air. So I can see, like, where I'm sure DC is – I'm sure just, like, Marvel is hands-on. they got to make sure, you know, you don't make Batman like a pedophile. Or, you know, I mean, do something, like, really fucked up where they're like, wow, we really should have – yeah, vetted this script before we let them film it. I do feel like they 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 let their directors kind of go too too far in a way. You know what I mean? Like I think they would benefit from them being like Zack Snyder. Don't make this look like one of your movies. You know, it's like getting Michael Bay. You're going to get a movie that probably isn't the film you want. And I think that's what Marvel's. I think that's where Marvel works is they're not getting a look. They're just getting a good film. It's true. Uh, the cast of Doctor Strange is also going to be very excited. And, I mean, I, I, just in case it's not clear already, Pogues has seen it, and I haven't. Um, Doctor Strange, obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is fantastic. I think he's great because, as, a, as, as an example of that, is I didn't care for the second Star Wars movie that came out recently. Um, I haven't seen the third, though I hear it's not great. But um, the Wait. Wrath of Khan. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek movie. What did I say? You said Star Wars, and I was like, there's no second Star Wars <laughs> movie? And I was like, are you trying I to say you didn't Trek. like Force Awakens? Uh, I didn't like Wrath of Khan, but Benedict in it was phenomenal. He was His performances were so good, I, 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 I could almost rewatch it to where he's like in it, and then I'll, I'm, I'm back into the movie again. Um, the guy whose name is in, he's in like a thousand of these movies, and I'll never be able to pronounce it. Chai Wattel uh, Ijafor? 
I have no idea how you we were I actually saw this movie with our friend Frank and we were talking about him after the movie and we both had to keep referring to him by his character name because neither one of us was sure how to say his name. We just didn't want to butcher it. Yeah. I mean Rachel McAdams, Mads Milkinson, uh Tilda Swinton, I love everyone I'm saying out loud right now. So Tilda Swinton uh was in um Constantine, wasn't she? She was yeah, she was. She yeah. was the angel. Mm-hmm. So yep, she's so an alum, a, 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 not another origin story alum, we'll say, in this case. Mads Mikkelsen must be in something else. He's in everything. I like, now I think he like got famous okay. late in the game. Maybe not. I don't know. Let's Either way. See. Uh, Rachel McAdams certainly hasn't been in anything we've done so far. No, and I forgot when she was in this. I was like, what the fuck happened to Rachel McAdams? Like, I don't remember seeing her in a movie in forever. She's been in it a lot. It's probably just not in stuff that you would. Yeah, maybe movie. it's just I don't. I actually don't see a lot of recent movies anymore, to be honest. But I you did forget the... how she's a very attractive young lady, even though she's probably like my age. So I shouldn't call her young, but <laughs> she's good in it. Like I said, Cumberbatch is or Cumberbatch, whatever the hell his name is, is I think very good in it. Um, he does a, a good American accent without sounding so like a thought... fake American. <laughs> As we watch these increasing amounts of Marvel movies, we got to start wondering about the uh, tying together of these films, which I have maybe the most concern about. I mean, can we expect them to blend together Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, this new Spider-Man? Like, can it all, like, get linked? Uh, well, they link this movie to uh, Avengers Infinity with, oh, okay. one, with one throwaway line. Okay. And they link it to the next Thor movie. With an after credit scene. I just mean when when the when all these characters have to just share screen time more or less. It is gonna be like I mean I, I will say it worked in a uh, civil war, but yeah I think when they try to start bringing in all these extra characters, I think it is gonna be sort of hard to play them off of each other, especially because in some regards some of these characters are played very similar to each other. Yeah, not to mention that the, the, the genres of these movies are extremely different. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't yeah. just a, a superhero genre anymore. There's almost, like, sub-genres. Uh, Ant-Man being a great case where it's kind of a heist movie. And Guardians of the Galaxy is more of, like, a like kind of adventurous romp. And then you've got, like, Doctor Strange, which seems a little more serious than the others. Uh, uh, no, it, it, has a, it has the same amount of jokes as every Marvel movie, okay. I think. That's but fair. what I found interesting the most about the movie is... They straight up are like, he's a sorcerer, magic's real. Because they did such work in the first Thor movie to be like, Thor is not the god of thunder, he does not have magic powers, they just have futuristic technology that for some reason looks like old world Norris mythology, but they're aliens, that's what they are. They're, they're not the god of thunder, which I can only assume was done because they thought maybe like they would lose like the hardcore Christian demographic if they were like, you know... Thor is real. Like, they were like, well, if we say that one god's real, we may offend, you know, other religious groups. That's the only reason I can think why they went to such lengths to be like, Thor is an alien. But then this movie's straight up like, no, magic's totally real. And I, I, I thought that was interesting because I found the Thor thing so weird when they first did it. But I was glad they stuck with, they didn't do anything weird. I was afraid they were going to have some weird thing where it was like, they're not magic. It's like space science or some shit <laughs> i was like please just let them be magic i this this character does not work unless he's magic so gives me hopes for the iron the iron fish show because i imagine they're just going to make him really punch a dragon i am a hundred percent about that i wouldn't mind one of these marvel movies where they've taken off with the absurdity because a lot of them have been very grounded which is i mean good 
Um, but but yeah, the, the, you know, because they're all like just we live in this city, we have an apartment, <laughs> we have we have bills. There's crime. Like it just feels very much like um, like low stakes. Like uh, not low stakes necessarily, but you know what? I, you, do, you, do you get what I'm talking about? Like yeah, it, I I do find that uh, the one thing that I've enjoyed, and I wonder if this is why I enjoy them, is that. Some of the movies I enjoy most from Marvel are the ones where it's not the world is ex- at stake. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, scale. I think is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and I, I find it like I found Civil War to be one of the best and most interesting movies. And when you really look at it, the plot of that is like there could be some super assassins. That's the that's the threat. Is there's a possibility that there's three people or four people like the Winter Soldier? That's the whole threat of the film. You're know, like, well, yeah, I, that wouldn't be that hard to catch him. I mean, I mean, it's. It's da- yeah, it's dangerous. It's possible. It's dangerous. You're like, oh, people are gonna die, but it's not that bad. It's not like you know the sky right. opened up and aliens came out, or you created an unending army of robots. Because you can't hover like entire like countries in the sky anymore for every movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I I find that these like I liked Ant Man. That that wasn't like a real the world's at stake sort of movie. I thought that was good. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, even though that guy technically is like trying to get unlimited power, he's really only threatening one group of people. Yeah, he's. Getting- like retribution on a race of people no i agree yeah and i i think those i think it works better and in this movie while there is the threat of like the whole world it's so downplayed that you almost forget what's gonna happen <laughs> like when they brought it up i was like oh yeah i forgot that's what's going on also uh they're apparently gonna put uh strange in the next avengers movie because he's listed in the cast damn that's soon same All with right. wong well good old wong and captain marvel i guess they're gonna introduce her in that movie Oh, wow, shit. they are. Man, a lot's gonna happen. I'm worried about. I'm worried about the over character syndrome. Because Brie Brie Larson is gonna play that. I Carol knew. Danvers. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, I'm worried. Looking at this cast, there's rumored. A few people are rumored, like uh, Scarlet or Black Widow, Mara Hill, Thor, Captain America. How would they not be in it? So maybe they are gonna not put. Oh yeah, a big portion of them are just rumored. So maybe they aren't gonna put the. Main Avengers and I don't know. We'll have to see, but it is going to be interesting to see when they get to the point where, like, I just think these big ensemble films are going to have to disappear. Like, it's going to have to be a tide where it gets to the big ensemble film, and then they're just going to have to drop it and just be like, we're not doing those anymore. Or that big ensembles will just be the original Avengers again, or something, because I, I, I just don't see where they can go after the Infinity War. Yeah, agreed. Well, uh, I think that sums up our, our preparation for Doctor Strange. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, I can also <laughs> excitedly say that, we, that we're encouraging you to see a Marvel movie that you, A, probably were already going to see, and B, we don't have to apologize for. So that's nice. And, and I will say this. I saw it with a, a few of our friends, and uh, one of them is not – like. Uh, it was the one guy's fiance. She likes comic book movies. She's into the nerd stuff, but she wasn't like a Doctor Strange fan, and she really enjoyed the movie. So I, you don't have to know anything about that. And in some ways, it's probably best if you don't know anything about Doctor Strange, right? Because they, it's not the best like uh, adaptation of the Doctor Strange story. It's not bad, but it's just not like for hardcore Doctor Strange fans. I think they would be like, oh, this is kind of a bummer. But I digress. So check it out. You should really go see it. Come on, guys. you got to keep supporting these so we can keep making this podcast. We only have 150 movies to do. If they don't yeah. keep making them, what are we going to do? That's all. <laughs> oh, God. Why did they have to make Archie movies? Anyways, 
I, I think that's it. Uh, ben mentioned right before we went to start recording that I was supposed to have a game that I had made like a month ago. Totally forgot to have... I don't know what I did with the notes. So maybe I'll have that for you guys next time <laughs> if I can figure out where I put that piece of paper. And I should really get a Dropbox. All right. Well, I think that's it. If you have any comments or questions, you can always leave them at facebook.com slash naospod or tweet at naospod on Twitter. You can follow Ben at the Disco Pony or me on Instagram at It's Pokes. Until then, we'll see you next week.